This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Comic books, comic time. Writers and artists are on the line. They make a splash as a comic's read and take us on a trip behind the spread. Watch out for comic book commentary. Spinning on winning inside. Fix how they got a hot idea. Narrative, character, visual tricks, and onomatopoeia. Uh huh. It's comic book commentary. This is the audio commentary for Exo Manwar 26, uh, my last issue of Exo Manwar. Um, I've never done a commentary before, so I'm just going to kind of wing it. Um, here we go with page one. Uh, and I guess before we start this issue, I'll just say that this issue I kind of approached in a different way. Um, because I kind of knew going in that this was going to be my last issue of Valiant uh, Comics for a while. Um, so that was sort of the inspiration for um, Eric's kind of voice over here and throughout the issue, which is maybe a little bit too on the nose. I don't know. Um, but I just wanted this issue to be about my experience with Valiant um, and the characters and the people I've worked with there um, as much as it is about um, Eric as a character um, or the story. Um, so I was trying to sort of kill two birds here with one stone and and give this, give my Valiant uh, run sort of like a, a, a good farewell. Um, anyway, so let's start with page one. Page one, uh, I know in the script I just started with, a, I think it was like close-up of Eric, and then we sort of pull back. Um, and then Tomas just does a great job. I love that he, I sort of give him direction in the, in the scripts, but then he sort of does his own thing, you know, adding sort of like that techie border on the on the panel borders and doing uh, sort of his own take on that uh, which is always great I think when you're collaborating with an artist you know you give them direction but you don't dictate uh, and then depending on who the artist is or what they want to do they sort of take it in their own direction and uh, which he did here which I love um, but anyway we're sort of close in on Eric and he's sort of narrating and sort of teeing it up for um, him sort of narrating his story, but me also kind of narrating my uh, story as well. So it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a selfish motive for this issue for me. Uh, all right, page two, uh, splash page. Um, I don't really like writing splash pages. I feel like you kind of have to earn those. Um, but again, with this last issue, I wanted to have a nice one last like hero shot of XO um, and sort of have him putting everything into perspective. Um, and so I feel like 
maybe we didn't earn it, but we'll start with one. Um, page three. All right, here we go. This is an idea I'd had for a long time, which was setting up um, sort of the ginger robots uh, as a as something more as a, like a an alien race, which we kind of had fun with immunity, um, with them sort of speaking a, a visual language, uh, and here I I like the idea of them sort of grouping up and becoming warriors, and they're out for revenge. Uh, and I think my only direction on the design of these was, uh, I think I attached a photo of the old Shogun Warriors, the toys I had when I was a kid. They're like three-foot-tall plastic robots, and they had swords and rockets on their arms and uh, all that kind of thing, and I sent that to Tomas. I don't know if he had those when he was a kid. Um, I'm old, so he, he probably uh, didn't. I thought I did a great job here of sort of keeping true to the design of the ginger style robots, but then sort of adding like a Shogun warrior thing to it with like a laser whip on one and a sword and a gun. Um, anyway, so that's, that was sort of the inspiration for this. Um, and then big double page spread with a classic, uh, um, your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on here? <laughs> They're fighting each other. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I love the idea. Of, I was like in team-ups where the, you know, it's Spider-Man versus whoever. And then, of course, it's always a misunderstanding at the beginning and there's a big fight. And then um, they come to some sort of understanding. So this is like a classic comic book trope. Um, that I had here just because uh, I knew that we weren't going to be able to see these robots do their thing um, in the issue because there just isn't room for it and that's a separate story. Um, but I always felt like the idea here is to set these guys up as uh, as a story that we could do somewhere else. Like maybe they get their own, you know, four-issue limited series, you know, where they we see them go on their revenge mission and it's there's no words and it's all of them just speaking in their visual language and, and sort of tracking down uh, the bounty hunters uh, that killed one of their own, you know, and just have like a great sort of space, big robot revenge story. Anyway, uh, hopefully somebody does that. Uh, if it's not me, hopefully somebody will take that on. Um, anyway, I love giving Tomas some room to breathe here in the art. It looks really great. Um, then they finally come to an understanding on the next page, page six. Uh, and, uh, XO, with the help of his armor, speaks the language and sort of helps them out. And then uh, page 7, he's giving them direction um, and sort of sending them on their way. Um, again, maybe if I had 
if I wasn't ending it, uh, maybe he goes with him. Um, but I also like the idea that, you know, he's not fixing everything, but he's he's got other things he has to do. Uh, and then these robots are more than prepared to uh, take care of business, and he knows that they can do it. Uh, I feel a little bad them going off without XO, but but uh, they have to. <laughs> uh, page 8. So then we get into the rest of the structure of this issue, which is really, it's uh, kind of like a day in the life of XO, which I wanted to do. Um, another idea like that, where you just you sort of see uh, what one of his days is like, and all the places he goes, and the things he sees. And, um, and then we also get to see some action. So this story is, this issue is, uh, I didn't want it to be in danger of just being all talking and sort of him ruminating about the past and the future. Um, so uh, I can have him ruminate, but you also want to have him doing something interesting. So he's taking out some some bad guys here. And page nine, just some straight up action. Give Tomas something fun to draw. And page 10, uh, see some cool, weird tech. He's trying to hack into the armor, and then the armor is uh, taking care of it, uh, which is one of the things. I know that this, the, especially this last half of my run, the armor kept getting torn up, and he got weakened, and and uh, I felt like that was important, because, I, I, again, the, my whole run on this book, to me, was just stripping him down, Eric, down to the basics, you know, and making him, he's not just the guy with the cool armor, you know, who's the guy underneath? Um, but I felt like we need to make him earn it, you know. So strip the armor away and then and then have him get better at, at wielding it. And then also have the armor get better at adapting to things as well. Uh, so I think the armor has its own story arc along with Eric. Uh, and so that's kind of the point here as we show him finally mastering this armor. And the armor sort of mastering itself as well. And then kind of working as a team for the first time and coming full circle. Uh, and then again, this whole issue is about, is about that coming full circle where he starts out on a farm, you know, and he's getting rid of the armor and now he's, he's, uh, coming to grips with the armor and embracing the armor and working with it. Um, and that's sort of the whole arc of the whole series to me was, was that, you know, Eric growing, becoming his own man and the armor growing, becoming its own thing and then sort of deciding how to work together. All right, that's page 11. Let's see, page 12. All right, he's off to the next adventure. Um, and I like this idea. I was something I always thought about when you're flying around. Like, uh, um, I know the armor probably has its version of Google Maps, so he could it could direct him where to go. But I like the idea of him just trying to learn where things are and learn the geography. You know, if you flew up into space, I'm not sure that I could. Uh, find particular cities, you know, without flying around, sort of looking for them. Uh, and I like the idea of him trying to learn the geography of Earth, you know, especially as coming from his background and where he was. Um, you don't just magically know where everything is and him having to sort of learn that. Um, so I like that. And again, it's still, to me, this page represents his sort of struggle with uh, being his own man while working with the armor. And so he's not just a slave to the armor, you know what I mean? It's just like a, like you don't want to be on your phone all day. So, and I know that 
now, like me as a human being, I rely on Google Maps. I don't even think about directions anymore. I just have the phone tell me where to go. Um, but I feel like my sense of direction has gotten worse as a result. So this is sort of my reaction to that. Uh, trying to use use old-fashioned sense of direction to find places. Uh, page 13. Uh, such great art. I think uh, this the inspiration for this was obviously was the kids that were trapped in that mine a while ago and how they, they, their escape. And I like the idea of Exo sort of just showing up and making things a little bit simpler, helping these guys get out. Um, and also, um, the Tomas's drawing on here is just amazing. I like the sort of visual reference to Atlas holding the world on his shoulders. Uh, let's see, page 14. Um, uh, this was uh, inspired by the, something that really happened in Venezuela. If you get on YouTube, you can find it, but they, they tried to assassinate this guy, uh, the president, um, and, uh, and they got it on video and they, they, and film and you can, you can sort of see it, but they, he had these secret service guys with these crazy bulletproof shields that they whipped out. Um, but they had a drone that tried to blow them up. Anyway, um, so that was inspired by that again, uh, ripped from the headlines. Uh, Exo shows up though, takes care of the guys, which is page 14, 15, 16. And uh, a little bit of an art change here. And I think it was Tomas was running behind. And I don't know if it was my fault for... I don't think I was late on the script. But I know Tomas puts a lot of detail in everything. So it might have just been tight deadline. I'm not sure exactly. That's for the editor to uh, give his commentary. <laughs> um, so I'll pass that one off. Anyway, he takes care of him. And then uh, finally, um, we get to the last scene. Uh, page 17, back to Nebraska. Here we see him walking through the fields to the farm. And again, visually and um, thematically, we're mirroring the opening of my run on this, issue one, where he's on an alien planet, planet Gorin. Uh, but here he is back on Earth in Nebraska, where he started, um, going back to the farm, being okay with his, his, uh, his ex-wife and his friend, Sort of coming to grips with that, being a grown-up on page 18. Uh, and then walking through woods and then back to his place. Um, and we start seeing him come home. And the, their home is a little bit different, a little alien-seeming, even though it's in Nebraska, which I, I love Tomas's design. I don't think I, I don't think that was in the script, but I love, I love it. Um, but it's great because it's, it's not just me sort of coming full circle or Eric coming full circle, but Tomas too, you know, we launched this book together. So it's fun to see him sort of be able to bookend it, um, and come full circle as well with the ending here. And we see him, uh, with his alien girlfriend shown and sort of coming to grips, uh, with that and coming home to her, uh, and then being together. Um, and then going back home together on page 20, uh, and we sort of see them together, and, and hopefully this is teeing off, um, you know, whatever the next chapter in Exo's life is. I uh, wanted this to sort of stand on its own and be its own thing, and sort of see Eric, you know, grow, and the army grow, and him come back, um, and be different, but also um, set him up so that 
for interesting stuff in the future. So we have him with Shone and, you know, what's going to happen with them. There's a few unanswered questions I left unintentionally unanswered just because I think that would be fun fodder for uh, the next writer. Um, Because I'm I'm assuming there's going to be more XO. There definitely will be. Uh, I had a great time working on this. Um, And, yeah, honestly, again, I'm not... I think the the narration is kind of on the nose as far as what my experience was like with Valiant and working with everybody there, Warren and Dinesh and Hunter and all the editors I've worked with and um, even the new guys, you know, Carl and them. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's what it was about. I feel like this was an issue I had planned from the beginning Um, as far as plot goes. And I think the narration over the top was something that um, sort of evolved um, as I saw that my, my run on at, with Valiant was going to be over for a little while, um, and I wanted to do something special as kind of like a thank you and a like a little goodbye, like farewell goodbye, bittersweet goodbye to uh, my run. Anyway, uh, that's it. Page twenty, um, the end. But I'm sure there's going to be more, and I appreciate you guys reading it. Hopefully, I didn't drone on too long. Thanks. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.